back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wrapping up things here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket, but it's not wrapping up things here on the ticket in totality because ticket weeknights just around the corner and it's going to be a good one tonight teammate teammates mentoring hour will welcome in the legend tom osborne along with des moines adams so that's coming up here from six to seven so uh definitely want to stay tuned for that and then of course riffing with raf which has uh, been going for a few weeks uh with raf and ad has been excellent so far so they've got their show from seven to nine tonight as well ticket weeknights are in fuego so do not go anywhere once we wrap up here but it is time for us uh to wrap things up with hitting the hardwood with strick here on the block and uh so we do our daily nba uh segment to round out the show and today i wanted to talk about the clippers and their big comeback win against the wizards they were down 66 to 31 with one minute and 20 seconds left in the first half and they ended up winning this game this was uh, 35 point comeback that they did without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, by the way. Uh, it is the second largest comeback uh, in the in modern era. The only one beating that uh, was a Utah Jazz overcoming a 36-point deficit against the Denver Nuggets in 1996. It's kind of funny. Reggie Jackson uh, was joking that they were right where they wanted to be when they were down um, that far. I, and, and I always find it very entertaining because uh, when you do make those comebacks, you get that those stories from the sidelines of uh, you know the team leader walking around saying, we're not out of it. Here, here we go. Um, and I think I, I, I could be wrong, but I think that that happens every Every game, regardless of whether you come back or not, the team leader is supposed to do that. But when they do that um, and the comeback happens, then we all say, oh, what great leadership it was there. But altogether, I mean, uh, how surprised are you to see that big of a comeback in the NBA? Or does it make more sense here in the three-point era to start seeing a lot of these comebacks? Um, because, I, I mean, I'll do that too. If I, if I see a second quarter score, uh, my team's down 18 or up 18, it doesn't seem to mean a whole lot because teams can go on those stretches and, and, and get right back into it but I will admit uh 36 and 35 points is a bit different I'd probably I'd probably at some point feel like I'm throwing in the towel there I mean it's <laughs> I think I'm, I'm dumbfounded really to be honest I'm I'm dumbfounded one this team we've talked about in the past is down right now right yeah. no Kawhi Leonard no Paul George right so we talked about some individuals that is going to be needed in order to step up right the Wizards aren't a bad team so you you would normally see that happening against a just horrible team right that just don't have any pieces and you just they get on a run or you shoot bad and then all of a sudden you get back to your norm and you can clip a team that's just that bad they just don't shoot bad and they don't shoot well or or whatever the case may be or they don't have great facilitators because in a in in the three-point and then the fast and the quick shots is what gets you clipped in those situations if you don't have an interior game where you're just shooting perimeter jumpers right do you just you're 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 a, you're a perimeter dominated team with nothing on the inside, whether it be by way of penetration or it's just going to someone like a Joel Embiid or a Jokic who can get you something right. The game is to just break it down into segments, timeout to timeout. You know you're down thirty six, so you play a game within your head. Okay, by the 
let's see, uh, there's t- 12 minutes. So by the second timeout, we want to have it down to 21 or 20, you know, but under 25. But and then by the, you know, by the that so that'd be around the eight uh, around the eight minute mark of the third quarter, right? So then uh, by the end of the third quarter, you want to have it under 20. And in, in that close to 15 point range. And then by the beginning of the, you know, first two timeouts of the fourth quarter, you want to be pressing towards the, uh, just the, just above the 10 point mark, right? That's the goal. So you would have those conversations in your huddles and your, in, in, in those discussions about breaking it down into segments. Don't get too big eyed and trying to just knock it down. You can't knock it down with one, three, but a combination of rebounding, securing balls, taking opportunities, running breaks, getting good shots, and then taking advantage of the of, of the shot clock, and then make sure you rebound and get re, uh, you know fouls, and maybe they'll miss some. So a lot of stuff's got to go your way in thirty points of a lead, right? So my thing about the Clippers situation is them being down. We have been talking about who on this Clippers team that they just want to kind of hover until they can get, you know, they're not going to really get Kawhi back until real late if they get him. But getting Paul George back and getting back to more full strength, right? What are they going to have to do? They're going to have to have some players to step up. Who are those players going to be? They just got Kennard back, um, uh, you know, for a little bit. They, they were just kind of putting some more pieces back. So you have a mere coffee that goes for 29 and 37 minutes, three for nine from behind the arc. You have Luke Kennard who ended up, hitting the big shot, the big three-pointer with 1.9 seconds left to clip you by. Well, not only did he hit the three-pointer, he had a four-point play. So the three (laughs) was to tie. So now all of a sudden, you give him the extra one because you probably slipped the foot under, i.e. Zaja Pachulia or Bruce Bowen, and then now he's (laughs) shooting four. Now at that point, Luke Kennard goes for 20. Terrence Mann and Isaiah Harston go for 16. So you're getting great balance, and then they're finding their way to get back into it, plus with the help of shooting phenomenally from the free throw line. They were 27 for 31. Those are the things you have to do. You have to stay in attack mode. You have to continue to let everything go for you. You have to defend, and you have to secure rebounds. All of the things that Nebraska basketball is not doing right now, but if they do that, they would win games like this. Yeah, it, it's fascinating. <laughs> I see some of the uh, the the stat that I found because they did they made that comeback there, uh, and it really had to wrap up within the final um, minute or whatever. And and so they they did. They uh, I, I guess ESPN stats and info had this about the about the game. Said teams were one and. One and 16,239 over the past 20 seasons when trailing by seven or more points with under 20 seconds remaining in regulation. And the Clippers were able to pull it off, like you said, with some four point play magic, some missed free throws from Kyle Kuzma and, and just Kennard going crazy. So it, it, it was really, it's kind of, it's really cool to see. Um, but the other thing, too, is, is you start to think as Tron Lou, um, this team has already come back um, from 24 points this year, from 25 points this year. We know about his record in the playoffs always coming down from three to one um 
it, it, it's, it's great to be the guy that can resurrect a team, but it, it, you start to wonder, what's, what's the problem? Why are they always getting buried, whether it's in an individual game or a playoff series under Teron Lowe, to have to rebound in those games? You know, I could see it in the playoff series where it's, you know, the adjustments and coaches and, and, and the coaching things being made, because those are huge deals in playoff series, the, the, the matchups and the, and, the, and the adjustments that you make there. Um, but in these games, you have to wonder, too. Uh, it just seems to be a common theme for him i have no clue there's 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 nothing i could say to you that would but it is it, it's it's actual factual that's i mean you can go back and look at it and it happens regularly right um i just hope that it's it doesn't have anything to do with the staff because you know maybe it's you know i i, I it, it could be you're coming off of five and seven right Five games in seven days where yeah. you play a you play a one game and you play um, a back to back. Maybe it's the fourth game out of the you know out of this you know five or the third game. Then no, maybe it's the third game out of the five where you hit a back to back. You take a road trip. The road trip isn't close, so you arrive in the city at three in the morning. Boom! You wake up. You got shoot around or you got film. Then you got to go and play the next day. You're kind of weary legged. You're kind of you know. Uh, travel weary and then a team ends out jumping out on you a little bit that you're just hoping to kind of coast and you know stay within it but you're you're not at full strength so you can't do that you're not so i don't know the dynamics of that particular situation yeah. and how how that that work but it could be something like that that's something that could be a part of that formula is that you just kind of you're 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 hoping you got a chance to beat this team you just want to kind of coast in the beginning of it and then finish it out, and then you end up having to play. So I'm interested. What I'm interested in Bach is what their next game is going to be like, when that is, and what they're going to look like in that next game. Because they expended a – I guarantee you they expended a tremendous amount of energy trying to do that. Oh, I bet they did. But also, it is is also give a, a tip of the cap to Teron Lou for the adjustments he made at halftime. He didn't go with his starters in the second half and ultimately didn't play three of them at all in the second half. He went with his bench for that comeback, and as they were going and kept going, you Hungry. stick with them. Hungry, baby. Yeah, I'm, trying so. to get, I'm trying to get that next contract. <laughs> I don't want, I'm trying to get that next 10-day. I'm not – I'm trying to get it, baby. So I'm going out here and scrapping. And they hungry. That's what that's what a hungry bench will do, baby. Like hungry, hungry hippos. Let me eat some. <laughs> I also wanted to get to this. The NBA uh, has a new format for its Rising Stars at All-Star Weekend featuring four seven-player teams competing in a three-game tournament each game having the final target score. So they have different like 50 or 25 points or 75 points that they have to get to. They're different for each of those games. But um, the 28 players would include 12 rookies and 12 sophomores. And for the first time, four G League players. Do you like kind of the switch up? Uh, maybe the okay. – I, I like how they kind of – they change these things up for All-Star Weekend from time to time just to keep it fresh. And I, I think this, uh, this could be interesting. Have a, a little bit of a three-game tournament with all the young guys. I think that'd be cool, but I also think I would like to throw in the four point. Oh yeah, the four pointer. Why not? Throw the four Test pointer in there. Why not? Right? <laughs> throw the four pointer in there. See what kind of range somebody's got, and then who's got the sack to shoot that thing. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you as a player because for me, the the worst part of All Star Week, and, and people have their different favorites. It's whack now yeah. compared to how it was. I mean, they they used to get after it. In the all-star oh, yeah. games. It the was it was game. it was good to it was like yo, you know, I'm coming to spank that tail. But now it's just like 
No defense, yeah, just no, highlights dude, and all that terrible. stuff. Yeah, it's it's tougher to watch now, especially the game. But for me, the the worst one is, and maybe it's kind of fun at times, but um, the celebrity all star game. Did did players get a <laughs> kick out fun. of that one? People like that one. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. I think that's fun. That's <laughs> a good one. Usually, it's like of. there's like three or four celebrities I know, and then guys are like, "Oh, I, I got to look up this celebrity. I have no clue who that is." Yeah, but uh, yeah, you that's do. A fun thing. It is cool because you do get to see some of those guys. Uh, and you're surprised at how good at some of them play. Yeah, Bach because like they play Jamie Foxx and no, you know, like, like yeah. Justin Bieber, guys like that. They they can actually play a little bit. You know. Yeah, it is. So it is surprising. Cool. You get to separate those, and then some of them can't play at all, and you really just you lose some respect for them that you thought that it could at least uh, you know dribble the ball or you know do a simple pick and roll or something like that, but they just can't yeah. seem to figure it out. But I like how they mix in former NBA All Star in there as well just to, so you can kind of yeah. compare there uh but uh, that'll do it for us here on the block we are, are at the end of our uh, allotted time um but we are going excited we're going to stick around and listen to ticket weeknights tonight we've got a big one coming up here on the teammates mentoring our des moines adams uh, will be joined by tom osborne of course uh, the greatest coach of all time here at the University of Nebraska. So that will be exciting. Also, Riffin and Raf with Riffin with Raf and AD will be following them from seven to nine. So ticket weeknights, you're definitely going to stay tuned for that here in the next couple of hours. I'd like to thank Evan Bland uh, for joining us of the Omaha World Herald earlier. All to you, all for all you guys for listening to us uh, and, uh, and and hopefully being entertained by us. Thank you to Strick out there for another excellent show, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. Ticket weeknights is up next.